What's going on guys? It is CJ Flood here and welcome back to another episode of Side Hustle Startup. So in today's episode, I'm actually going to uh, cut over to an interview that I did for the Marketing In My Garage podcast. Now this was with a friend of mine, James. Uh, he is an absolute rock star and absolutely killing it in the MLM space. Um, you know, using a lot of the similar sort of concepts that we were talking about. And he asked me to come on his podcast, but what happened is uh, we actually started going in pretty deep and he allowed me to, to really run through from a, from a bigger perspective um, what it is some of the stuff that I'm doing. Now, with that, what I've actually done is this podcast went for over an hour, uh, this interview, so it was really in-depth. What I've done is I'm going to break it up into a few parts uh, so you guys can actually just you know consume it a bit easier. So let's head over and catch the first part of this uh, interview that I did with James from the Marketing In My Garage podcast. Let's head over and check it out now. What's up everyone, this is uh, James Quilty and welcome to another episode of Marketing In My Garage. I am really super excited. We have uh, another awesome uh, episode. I have uh, been privileged to have another powerhouse uh, that is gonna share a lot of their strategies and a lot of their techniques that they're using to explode their business and to provide as much value to you as possible. And, and I want you to, to appreciate uh, you know, what this person is doing because they are all the way over in Australia. So they're getting up super early <laughs> in the morning just to provide value for you guys. So make sure you take your, uh, your pens and your paper out because they're going to be dropping a whole lot of golden nuggets and you don't want to miss any of this. So uh, with that, uh, you know, uh, CJ, man, why don't you go ahead, uh, um, you know, and talk a little bit about, you know, your backstory. You know, how did you get to, to this point? Yeah, awesome. Thanks, man. Thanks so much for having me on, James. Like, it's it's truly an honor. I love uh, I love what you've done with the podcast and the show, and, and it's been uh, really cool to actually just start to follow your journey and and get to know you a bit better. I love where you come from. Um, as from as for me, um, so obviously I'm all the way out here in Australia. You say that, but like, really, it's it's not that far in the grand scheme of things, but it's so <laughs> far away at the same time. Um, so. Yeah, I, I grew up here in Australia. Um, I'm super fortunate in, uh, I had parents as entrepreneurs. Um, in fact, my mum was like a, a business coach, right? So she was a, for lack of a better term, I wouldn't really call her that, but she was a business coach. And mm -hmm. I grew up around that. So when I was growing up, you know, she would have 20, 30, 40 clients come to her house twice a week. And instead of you know me being able to talk about like the latest cartoons or video games, I was talking real estates and stocks and all this because I was interacting with her clients so much. Um, yeah, and she worked with guys like Robert Kiyosaki and like some of these really big players. Um, so I was super fortunate in having that as an experience. But of course, as every teenager does, I decided that the uh, Australian Army would definitely be a way better way to serve me. <laughs> <laughs> Which was great. I learned so much in the army. Um, the stuff that I learned there about leadership all the time in my business, like it is amazing. Um, and I, I left the army due to a couple of injuries and you know, I worked in a family construction business and like we blew that business up. We grew that by over 400% in less than two years. Wow. Um, and I don't know if you've ever grown a business really quickly, but what happens is, um, just because your revenue goes up doesn't mean that the business can handle it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So this couldn't handle it like, and, and everything just kind of fell apart. Um, and then I had a really personal, uh, a really tough time personally. Um, I separated with my then girlfriend. 
Um, and she left with that, my one-year-old son at the time, moved into state, which made it really tough. Um, I fell off the rails and I kind of went through this really weird period and I didn't know what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Fast forward through all that weirdness, let's not go there. <laughs> but reality is like I met my, my now wife um, and she kind of pointed me back on the path towards doing something bigger. I didn't know I'd land in MLM or network marketing, whatever you want to call it. Like uh-huh. totally not expected, but uh, I landed here. We got uh, started with a company. Uh, it just made sense to me when I first saw it. I don't know if it was just kind of from my, my background or whatever, but I, I got on board from the whole premise of being able to do this online. I was like, well, why wouldn't you? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I quickly learned what online meant was actually, well, you just Facebook message all your friends and family and ask them to watch this video and, and then put them in a three-way chat with me and I'll close. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, it's really, is that it? <laughs> so, <laughs> being so naive, I was like, yeah, this is, this is a brilliant idea. <laughs> but I quickly had relationships burnt and, um, and stuff like that. And I was like, I very quickly learned that this, that was not what I wanted to do. I went through the process, lost a whole bunch of relationships, had a whole bunch of growing pains and it was tough. You know, I, I kind of turned to online and I, I really started this journey seeking to solve my own problem. Um, I wanted to build online. I had some friends that were web developers and they told me about blogging. So I started blogging, you know, as a, as a high school dropout who didn't even finish, like I finished grade 10, um, you know, and I was sitting down, I was writing three to 5,000 words a day for months on end, trying to just blog like a beast. And um, that's where I really started cutting my teeth in this, this kind of online world and creating content and becoming an attractive character and all this sort of stuff that I learned so much about. You know, and then I picked up a book and um, I read through that book and I couldn't put it down. It was like glued to my hand just about. It was, <laughs> that book was Dotcom Secrets by Russell Brunson. I was like, finally, I could see a way forward uh, where realistically beforehand, I was just fumbling around in the dark. Mm-hmm. So I got connected with uh, the ClickFunnels community. Um, I got started following Russell very avidly. Um, I started doing a lot in funnels. Um, along the way, like I was still trying to build my MLM, mm-hmm. um, but I was like, I'm learning so much. Why don't I actually get paid for this information? So I started a little... Uh, Facebook ad and chatbot agency, oh, okay. um, which was awesome. You know, I was, I was turning over some pretty good money with that uh, clients on board. I was getting some really great results running Facebook ads for them and building out chatbots. And like, it was super cool. I loved it. I loved the, the automation side of it. It was just like, man, this is so cool. How can I apply this to my MLM? How can I apply this to my MLM? And I think because of that, like realistically at that time, I was like, why don't I get paid? A bit of this credibility and then maybe people will join my MLM. That was, that was my thinking with it. Um, but because of that experience, I got to work with so many different business types. I started to see these patterns emerge. And I was like, there's this way of doing things here or you use this funnel here or you use this email sequence here. And, you, and like all these things, I was like, why the hell are we not using any of this? Um, what, like what, what is the go, you know? Or do we think that MLM isn't a business or, and like, I couldn't wrap my head around it. Um, and then in the company that I was with, I had the top income owner here in Australia. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he lived locally to me and we built up a bit of a friendship and he's like, man, I need someone to hand 
told my mom, I was like, boom, I'm there. Uh-huh. Like, here's little old me who, you know, hadn't even hit a residual rank or anything, sitting down with a guy that had, you know, like 30,000, 40,000 people in his team. I'm like, okay. yeah, okay, I'll, I'll do this. You know, I'll do it for free. It's all good. Don't worry. And like, realistically, I, I knew that being around somebody like that would just give me a greater experience, give me a greater um, understanding. So that was kind of how it all started. Um, the last, that's probably up until about 12 months ago, 18 months ago. Okay. Um, and then from there, we quickly learned that the company that we're with um, was doing some shady stuff. Okay. Shady stuff doesn't sit real well with me. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, it happens. Uh, you know, my, my experience in the army has kind of taught me, you know, like um, integrity and morals is super high for me. Like, and if it's not upheld, then mm-hmm. that's it. I'm done. So we, we actually moved companies um, and we moved into a literally a brand new company. Um, we were literally sitting there waiting for the day that the company opened. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember the first night my wife and I were sitting in uh, at his apartment and he was taking phone calls and she and I were putting people in the system, but we couldn't have more than one person logged into the back office at the time. Uh-huh. <laughs> like This is how brand new it was. Like we just didn't want to break anything. And we sat <laughs> that night and we put, uh, I think we put about 350 people in the system that night. Um, had no idea where we we're going, had no idea what we were doing, what we we're getting in for. <laughs> but the truth be told, we knew, we knew two things. We knew that we were moving uh, into a business that was away from a headcount type business to a volume based business. Mm-hmm. And we knew that they would be um, part of the conditions of us going there was that they had to be okay with us being online. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas previously in my other company, I got railroaded by my upline all the time. They, um, you know, had people in my downline that I'd recruited in that were just like, you know, my upline was talking badly to them and then like they were just cutting ties with me. So it was a bit of a rough trudge there, but mm-hmm. I got through it. And now it's kind of at this place where um, I definitely wouldn't say that I've got it all figured out, but I've got a unique experience to uh, kind of look at things differently. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's brought in this whole perspective and around you know, particularly around a new MLM and how you get started and how you move forward. And um, it's been a really good ride. You know, the, the first 12 months, we stayed pretty close to the, uh, the guys that we came over with the traditional way, uh-huh. um, you know, like, and not because we had to, or we wanted to or anything like that by any matter of means, it was just because we wanted, we wanted the team to have a unified front. I knew that stuff from like when I was in the army, like a, a team that's working together is a team that's going to outperform any other team. Mm-hmm. So that was where it's kind of started at. And then <laughs> we got my, my wife and I got engaged. Oh, I proposed at our first company event here in Australia. Uh, we got married seven weeks later. We found out we were pregnant uh, about three or four weeks after that. Wow. And then, and then she's due in about three weeks from now. So <laughs> it's been a <laughs> thanks, man. Thanks. So 2018 was a massive year for us. You know, we moved companies. We we grew a really big team. Um, you know, we we got engaged, got married, found out we're pregnant. It was like boom, 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 boom. Um, so it was it was a big year personally. So since then, I've really been focusing on just like what do I, how can I minimize my input directly into my business but still generate an output 
Um, and that's where I've been really focused on. I've tried a couple of things that didn't work for me. Uh, that's, that's the truth right there. Um, but you know, slowly going through that, you know, I'm really starting to actually get a handle on it now where I can start to do the necessities, you know, things like building an email list, um, you know, building up a group of people that you can connect with, um, you know, have an audience, you know, I back in, uh, I think it was January, January, February, somewhere around there. Like I took the one funnel away challenge, um, from click funnels. If you have not done that, go and check that out. That is freaking amazing. Um, like, yes, it is. Oh my God. I was like, where was this three years ago? Cause <laughs> literally I, like I started and I was, I like, I had no experience. Um, and I was just like walking around in the dark, you know, and then in the one funnel away challenge, I just walked through the process. So easy. I was like, Oh my God, at the back end of that, about, um, about three weeks after that challenge finished my podcast. So I run a podcast. It, you know, it was ranking number four on the search term at MLM. Like I was outranking guys like Steve Larson um, and stuff like that. Yeah. Wow. And then I got onto new and uh, new and noteworthy for on iTunes. You know, I was number fifteen for the whole marketing management um, area, and I was like, "Wow, this!" And I I packed it. I was so scared. I literally crawled away into a shell. Like I just instantly stopped publishing. Um, because it freaked me out. And I guess like the biggest thing I've learned along this way from everything that I've, I've understood from my childhood, you know, being around like a, a business coach as a mother and, and like going to personal development events and company events and all this stuff, like your own personal capacity, sorry, your income will never outpace your personal capacity. So what are you doing daily to increase your personal capacity? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. For three years, I focused on strategies and um, the, the how-tos. You know, how do I run an email? How do I build a funnel? How do I do this? While this stuff's important, it doesn't have to be that hard. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there is a lot of simple stuff out there that you can really just get a hold of and quite easily. There's um, more and more people moving into this online MLM space um, because they're seeing like, wow, this actually does work. You know, why aren't we doing more of this? You know, people that are genuinely trying to impact the industry. And like, that's kind of where I sit. You know, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I stayed in MLM after we left our, our last company because I see it as the, the best way to create a ripple effect. The best way to impact people uh, from a financial standpoint so they can go on to do bigger and better things. I believe entrepreneurs are the only people that are going to change the world genuinely um, for the better. And I think MLM doesn't necessarily have to be your home forever, but it can be a really great gateway that will allow you to sit there and, and can stay there forever. Like it's an asset for life. Mm -hmm. um, and that's kind of where I'm at, man. I know it's a bit long winded, but it's like, that's the truth of it. You know? That is, is awesome. I, mean, I got so many questions that I don't know. So amazing. Um, so, um, so CJ, so uh, going back just a little bit, like you were, you were talking about when you were with that first company and he said, you, know, yep. you really hadn't hit you know, any ranks, you know, you're, you're still trying to yep. figure things out. Um, then you, you hooked up with, um, that, that top leader, uh, you, you started running, um, some, some marketing from him and then you moved yeah. over to the, the next company. Right. And then you yeah. started to build and you started to build a, you know, a huge team. What yes. was the difference 
between that first company when you were, you, you were still involved, but you weren't really doing anything or you weren't making any progress. And then you shifted over to that other, uh, you know, company. And then you started to be able to build, you know, uh, a big team. What, what, what happened? What did you do that was different? Um, oh, there was a number of things, but I think probably the biggest, the biggest thing that changed was the fact that I was a lone wolf in the old company. You know, like I was on my own. I was the only person trying to figure it out. Um, when I hooked up with that top income earner, um, he and I were able to, you know, really lock arms and run together. And then along the way, we were able to actually, um, find some leaders and bring them into the fold as well. So we created a team that had a bigger vision beyond just, you know, making money beyond just using the product. Like, you know, we're, we're in a health and wellness company and like, I think 99% of uh, MLM is are in some way, shape or form, but you know, and it's all well and good to go, Oh, this product's amazing. It'll help you do X, Y, Z. But like for us at the time, when we started, we had no product, you know, like it was still being rolled out. Like it was, it was literally, we had a product, but it was a service based product. You know, we didn't have the, the full in your hands, um, you know, flagship product for lack of a better word. And we, when we started to kind of bring people in, we were able to bring them in based on a vision. Mm-hmm. And that was a vision of, of impact and a vision of leadership. Um, you know, from that, that was the biggest shift because once you find a group of people that you're in synergy with and that you can, you can feed off them and they can feed off you and it creates this perpetual motion. And, and then once you're in motion, everything starts to shift. Like everything starts to change. I know like when I felt alone, it was hard. Like it was really hard. Sometimes I still feel alone. You know, this is my office. It's, mm-hmm. it's pretty, pretty pokey in here. You know, that's the wife's desk over there. But okay. the, the thing is you've you got to move with it. You know, you've got to run through that. Um, that was probably the biggest thing on an intangible level. And then on a tangible level was very much just down to the leadership factor, mm-hmm. you know, it was right out. Who do, who do we know that we can pull up? And it's just encouraging our leaders to step up, you know, um, and, and really working with them and, and cultivating that leadership. It was a huge part of what we did. Um, you know, and we were, we were able to build a, a pretty successful team just by that. And then as we started to progress forward and the flagship product came out, you know, that's when we could kind of roll into the, the normal product sales and, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And that's where things really started to shift for us. Sweet. Awesome. Um, and when you were uh, working with uh, that, um, th- th- that top leader in, um, in, in your, your new company, right? And yep. you started to build, um, you said you brought in a lot of people with, uh, with just the vision. You didn't actually have the, yeah. the product, which is absolutely um, amazing. At what point did you start uh, looking elsewhere uh, you know, to, to build you know, um, online? Because obviously, you, um, if I'm, if I'm Hearing you correctly, when you started to build that second uh, team with that company, uh, you started using a lot of traditional uh, methods. Is that correct? Um, we, we used a lot more social media. Okay. Um, so right. not the traditional, you know, let's do home parties. It was very much down that social media path, um, you know, very much around webinars and stuff like that. Okay. Um, All right. What we, what we did, though, is, and, um, and something that we're working towards is, like, let's create a the whole thing stemmed off um, he and I linking up way back in the day. And I was like, how, how do we create something that we can 
introduce the product on the back end. And we had a few cracks at giving it a go. And then um, what we noticed was like, it was just too hard for him to do because he was at such a level and, and there was so many eyeballs on him and made it really challenging. So like I started to drift away and while still in communication and still all above board, drift away to do my own thing. Um, but the, the biggest thing was, you know, when we started to move online really heavily was actually, um, you know, through a process of just like, what's a product that we can put in front of people before the company. Okay. So it's like, how can we create a product that's going to like literally self-select people to join? Um, and, and we had a couple of cracks at it. We had some really good results. We, we ran a free 30 day challenge, mm-hmm. um, you know, where we put, so we put 15, 1700 people into a Facebook group in five days. Wow. Uh, and then we're like, okay, great. So we went through the 30 days, we did the challenge and then introduced the product on the back end. And then we did it again. Um, we put about 1500 people, no, about, yeah, somewhere around that 15, 1800 people, something like that again. And we just tweaked the challenge and we introduced it again and it worked well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but then it was like, it came to a point where we needed to take that off Facebook and, and put it into a funnel. Okay. And, you know, we had to start introducing people as affiliates and stuff like that. And, and things started to get a little crazy. It was like, holy, I, I've literally got a, a paid product that I've put together for those guys. And there'd be, I would guess maybe 50 hours of recordings in there. Wow. Um, just of everything that I know, like just dumped out, like there's stuff that I've learned from, you know, working with alongside of, you know, my mom, who, who was a, a business mentor, you know, obviously that got me around people that you wouldn't normally get around. Um, you know, so there was like stuff from there. Then there was stuff from Russell Brunson. There was stuff from Steve Larson. There was stuff from all different people and then distilled it all down and put it into my own frameworks and, and how it applied for us and our team. Um, and that was, that was crazy. That was a very hectic time. Um, but we quickly learned too, you know, a, another learning curve. Like it doesn't need to be that complicated. It really doesn't. And, you know, at the same time, we learned that, by kind of just having those floodgates open, um, you're going to get people that aren't suited. And that, that was probably the, the hardest thing. Mm-hmm. You got mm-hmm. people that weren't suited to be in that space. They wanted it. There's, there's, there's no denying that. They wanted to be there. But they weren't, their capacity wasn't at that level yet. And that's nothing against them. It's not mm-hmm. saying that they're a worse person, anything like that. It, it's just, it's just facts, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't until I was like, okay, we need to start getting more strict around who we're letting in and, and what we're doing that we started to let just a couple of people in and we saw them blow up big ranks and, and stuff like that. So it, it started to happen across the whole team. And, um, and that was the beauty of it. Even though we weren't in each other's downlines or this or that or whatever, like it was, mm-hmm really weird dynamic that people aren't accustomed to inside of MLM and it's very much uh, what we're all about inside of our own team. Wow. That is awesome. (laughs) (laughs) That is amazing. Um, Because it sounds like, you know, even in the beginning, you and and your mentor, you you guys were already being, you know, innovative and you weren't just following Mm -hmm. the the, the same, uh, you know, model that, you know, all of us are, are given. Uh, which I can see why that you, you are so uh, successful um, for, for those that are listening that 
don't know anything about what a funnel is or, you know, Russell yep. Brunson, can you kind of just, you know, uh, your simple definition of, you know, what is a funnel and, and how you're actually you know, using that uh, to not only blow up your business, but also to uh, duplicate as well? Yeah. So, um, for, for us, for me personally, I, I define a funnel um, based off basically there is one entrance and one exit. Um, there may be people that fall out along the way, it spill out, out over the top, but it's, it's essentially just a series of pages on the internet designed to walk people through a process, whatever that process might be. It could be a process of education. It could be a process of apply to join my downline. It could be a process of, you know, here's how we sell the product. When, when I really sat back and I had a look at what it is that we were doing online and I had a look at like the, the traditional way or the, the old school way of doing MLM, mm -hmm. what I saw was the fact that it's exactly the same. It is dead setting. Like in, inside of old school MLMs, like pre-qualify your leads and you invite them, you present, you close and, and all this, you go through the whole thing. Well, in like using funnels and on online stuff, like you go through the same process, but instead of pre-qualified, it's like, Hey, we'll listen to some content or, you know, here's a little freebie or whatever it may be like this podcast. It's a great way to kind of just introduce you to people. You know what I mean? And that's exactly what I do with mine. And then inside of the, the invite process, it's like, well, you know, they're actually opting in to see a webinar about my company. They're putting their name and their email address. That is the invite right there, you know, because it's, it's, it's just done through systems and it's, it's the same both, you know, in the traditional way and in the online way. It's just, we have different words that go along with it, but as for a funnel, it's just literally a series of pages that is designed to walk your person, your lead, your customer through a process, whatever that process may be. Hey, thanks so much for listening. Please remember to rate and subscribe. Would you like me to teach you your own downline five simple recruiting tips for free? If so, head over and get your free Soldier of Fortune system by subscribing to this podcast at sidehustlestartup.co.